Hi all, I'm Dan Smegrod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. Today is Wednesday, October 28th, 2020, and you're watching WGAN-TV Live at 5. Our topic today, real estate media services and pricing, how to simplify, 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 and we have an awesome guest to take you through this, Eli Jones. Eli, good to see you. Dan, you as well. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Eli is the founder of Fort Worth, Texas-based Norman & Young, a photography agency, 18-plus uh, uh, photography agency, and uh, is also the creator of Real Estate Photographer Pro course. Uh, so just a, a super expert on today's topic. Um, uh, Eli, before we jump in, how about just taking us back a little bit so that we have context about how you got started as a real estate photographer. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, like most people, you know, they have a funny story of how they got into this because real estate photography, it's not one of those things you just wake up and say, oh, I'm going to shoot real estate. You know, people do that with weddings, with portraits, stuff that makes more sense. Um, so everybody has an interesting story. And uh, mine is, I'm sure like many, um, I always was interested in cameras at some level. I wasn't skilled with them. I was just interested in them. And, uh, you know, I'd always shot for fun, but never really had a way to make anything out of it. And my family moved from Alaska to Texas, I guess about six years ago, six, seven years ago at this point. And my mom, um, when my parents were buying their personal house, decided to become an agent just to save commission. And uh, so I went with her one time to do a favor to a broker in, in the, those days. And we'll talk about this as it you know, kind of develops here in the conversation. But in those days, cell phone pictures were the king of everything. And so um, the agent or the broker had asked my mom, hey, can you go take cell phone photos of this house? I was with my mom. I was like, wait a second, I have my camera. I don't know how to shoot real estate, but let me just try it. So I shot some photos. I broke every what I consider now to be rule in real estate photography and took photos that today I would never deliver to a client, but they were good enough at the time. Um, and then that was enough to get me started just because I was competing with cell phone photos. I didn't have a great product, but what I was competing with wasn't great either. And so as time went, I, I came to be referred to more and more agents. I spread through that first office pretty quickly. And then one agent was kind enough to share me with a competitive office to theirs. And I grew in that office and that started in a town called Granbury. And it just kept growing from there. We had two employees in Granbury and kept growing into the larger DFW area. And I guess it's been, you know, four years since we officially started the business. And when I say we, uh, the business is called Norman and Young, which is my middle name, Norman, and my brother's middle name, Young. So at a certain point when it got too busy uh, for just me, I convinced my brother to, to join forces with me and we started doing it together. And over the last four years, we've grown from just us to uh, the company as a whole now has, uh, I think about 18 employees right now. So it's, uh, it's not been a, you know, an extremely quick road, but we've grown consistently and had a lot of fun doing it. That, that's awesome. Four years up to 18 plus employees. Uh, I, I would imagine that really qualifies you as a subject matter expert and authority on real estate photography and virtual tours as a, as a Matterport service provider. Um, I would say for the purpose of this show, um, let's just assume that I've decided for, for whatever reason, I wanna be a real estate photographer. And in particular, I, I wanna do virtual tours. And so I've come from a completely different industry and I've landed in the We Get Around Network forum and I'm super excited about getting started with virtual tours and, uh, and I'm ready to start pricing my services. So I think even before we touch that, maybe you could advise me to, to say, well, what service or services should I offer uh, since I'm new to the space of residential real estate photography? Yeah, it's a great question. It definitely something I have a lot of opinions on just because I've, I've been doing this, you know, kind of as my daily for the last multiple years. And I've seen a lot of people go wrong by doing this the wrong way. And so before I answer what I think is best to start with and what I think you should stay away from starting with, I kind of want to cover, um, you know, how the real estate market has changed over the last 10 years, because that really lends itself to why um, I recommend the services I do starting today. So like 10 years ago, and even before 10 years ago, when someone wanted to see a house or someone wanted to buy a house, they didn't go online. It started to be the case over the last you know, 10 years, but at 10 years ago, they weren't going online. They went to the Keller Williams office and they met the receptionist and the receptionist referred them to an agent and they sat down with that agent and they said, I want you know, three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and I want a pool in this neighborhood. 
And then that agent would then go compare a list of active properties. You know, 20 years ago, that was a physical book and it started to become more digital, you know, between 10 and 20 years ago, Mark. But either way, that client went to an agent and said, find me a house. Well, today things are so much different. Five years ago, things started to be so much different where when I'm looking for a house today, I don't go find an agent first. I look on Zillow. I look on realtor.com. I look on any of the other public sites and I find one, two, three houses that I like. And then I call the agent. And so because of that, there's been a massive shift in the industry where before the agent had all the power, but now what's displayed online has all the power. And so real estate agents know that cell phone photos aren't going to cut it anymore because whether or not they get a sale or another potential client that they can show a different house, it totally depends on the media they presented with online. So if you go to Zillow, you don't click on the house that has awful photos. It just does not happen. You might get lucky enough traffic and someone will, but for the majority of houses, the better the photos are, the more traffic they get and the more traffic that listing gets, the more likely that agent is to get a call. And it doesn't matter if that agent sells them that exact house, but the agent then has a lead they can sell any house to. And so agents know this. Because of that, it's completely shifted to where photos are the primary driver of residential real estate sales. Now, it kind of gets me into the, the next thing, which is, um, so, you know, photos are the primary driver. 80% or so of our revenue is coming from just standard still photos, not virtual tours, not drone photos, not anything like that. But that doesn't mean there's not a place for them. And so what I recommend always is get started with just standard photos. If you already offer 3D tours, great, just add photos quickly. But my, my recommendation, having done this for a long time and having, uh, you know, coached a lot of people to building successful businesses like mine is you can't start with one of those um, you know, ancillary services that I consider them to be. And so there's a place for 3D tours, there's a place for drone photos and video, but the place is not initially to catch their attention. And so because of that, photos are so much more important. But agents know that because they don't have to do all the work that they used to have to do, they don't have to compare to those physical books, they don't have to find 10 properties to show a client, they know that they need to market themselves more towards the next listing. And so let me explain what that means for a second. Photos, I always say sell the house, virtual tours, videos, drone photos, that kind of stuff, sell the agent, especially virtual tours. Everybody, and this is why a lot of people got into doing virtual tours, they're so cool. It's great technology. It feels too good to be true when you start using it. So because of that, virtual tours are a really great tool that an agent can use to help win their next listing. But they most of the time don't sell the house. And because of that, we don't generate nearly as much revenue from the virtual tour side of the business as we do our standard photos. So I always recommend getting started with just standard photos. Doesn't mean you can't start with virtual tours at the same time, but if you just start with virtual tours, you've basically taken about 80% of your business potential off the top. And you really need that 80% to give you consistency, especially if you want to go full time or scale a business like I did. So that's a real aha moment for me, thinking that I'm going to be new to the residential real estate photography space. And the first thing that I think that I want to offer is uh, our virtual tours, 24-7 open house tours. So I think what I'm hearing from your, your business, starting out first as a, a solo photographer and now up to 18 plus employees, uh, eight, since 80% of your revenue is actually coming from bread and butter photography photos. Yeah. I'd be way better off going after a much bigger slice of the pie, the photos, than I would be starting out with virtual tours. Definitely. It's my opinion that you really have to start with photos. My business wouldn't exist if we only offered virtual tours. It wouldn't exist like it did. You know, there's a, there's a great place for virtual tours. They're, they're awesome in real estate. Um, but if you're shooting real estate specifically, if you're doing work for businesses and other stuff, virtual tours are amazing. You could do just those. But in residential real estate specifically, you need to offer standard real estate photos to compete because, you know, another factor too is besides just that 80% of the revenue, agents want a one-stop shop. So you will need to offer virtual tours. And if you already do, that's great. But if you don't offer the photos, they're more likely going to go to someone that offers photos and virtual tours. It's very unlikely that they'll use company A for photos and you for just virtual tours. So it's so, so important to have that one-stop shop. And I think, you know, initially you can start, if you're going to pick one, you have to start with photos. You want to scale as quickly you can, as you can offering virtual tours as well. But you have to start, in my opinion, with that photo side of the business. So you're just really limiting yourself. Okay. So I'll start with photos first, but I'm hearing I need to be a one-stop shop. How quickly yep. do I need to get up to offering other services? And, and what are those core services that a real estate agent would expect a photographer to offer? 
Yeah. So speaking back to my experience with this, the first two years of my business, I only offered photos. Um, and so I think you do have some time, you know, with just photos, just because most agents only order photos, you'll lose, you know, a percentage of the business that wants 3d tours too. Um, but you have some run room with photos. That being said, the market's changing quickly and it's, it's becoming more commonplace to expect everything. So I had two years, but that was a number of years ago. I think, you know, as long as you're working towards that, um, it's definitely something that, you know, it, it doesn't need to be instantly, but I always tell, you know, our members that, um, you're, by not offering that, you're just, there's a ton of opportunity costs and a ton of lost business for something that isn't, you know, going to take you a lot of time to add or a lot of money. And so while I think you could go probably indefinitely with just photos, it's my recommendation. And it's definitely in your financial best interest to start adding virtual tours and other services as fast as possible. Um, to talk on, you know, kind of the second part of the question, which was what is an expected service or what makes a company full service? Um, you know, there's a really easy way to simplify it down to three services. You have to offer photos, 3D virtual tours and videos. It's not, you know, I would say in order of importance, photos are most important, 3D tours and 3D 60 tours, 24 seven open houses, whatever you want to call them are second and videos are third. Within each of those categories, there's some different things like, you know, for photos, you probably want to offer drone photos. Um, for video, you want to have the capability to offer drone video, but the core and the primary services you'll need to offer are photos, 3D tours and videos. Uh, and in the We Get Around Network Forum, we, we do really have a, a lot of people that come from different fields and they're totally enamored on starting with virtual tours as the, their first entry into residential real estate photography. Yeah. And again, I can only surmise if 80% of your business is coming from photos and the other services are video, drone, virtual tours, maybe some other services there's not a really large percentage, which I would translate into demand for virtual tours that would allow someone to make a living full time, particularly in many markets where they're likely to be competing with a photographer that's offering photos, video, drone, virtual tours. Yeah. And what I always tell people too, is, you know, starting a business is not the easiest thing you're going to do in your life. It'll definitely be very rewarding, but because it's not an easy thing to do necessarily, you want to give yourself the best chance possible. And I think it's, you know, not a good way to go just starting with virtual tours because you're starting behind and you really want to start, you know, ahead of what everybody else is doing. And by offering only virtual tours, you just took a huge portion of that business and just tossed it out. And I think um, you know, a lot of people start with virtual tours because they're really cool. I share that same thing. I still think it's the coolest technology ever. Um, and so people are enamored with them. They want to start with them. And, and the other thing is they think taking photos is hard. It's not. There's the same process that can be repeated every time. And so I think those two factors, you know, lead a lot of people to starting with 3D tours, which ultimately I think, you know, um, prevents them or at least makes it more difficult for them to achieve what they're looking to achieve, whatever that is. Maybe that's just side income. Maybe that's a full-time job. Maybe that's scaling like I did, whatever it is. Uh, you definitely want to give yourself the most uh, potential and advantage possible and not start behind. And I think if you just start with virtual tours, in my opinion, you're definitely starting a little bit behind and you're just making it harder on yourself. Be before we jump into pricing, uh, you did mention, I want to say four course services, first photos, second, either virtual tours or video, second, yep. third, and fourth uh, drone, presumably yep. uh, photos and video yeah, yeah, drone yeah. photography. Uh, what other add-ons might a photographer offer next? What, what's the yeah. next most popular services uh, sure. uh, when, when we finally get there, when I get there? Yeah, and, and that's a great question because one thing we tell our members as well is you, know, you have to have that base photo business. That's what you know, is paying the bills. That's what's doing that. But a lot of your profit and a lot of that extra money that makes being in this industry you know, really worth it comes from little add-on services. And most of them don't take a lot more time or much skill to learn. And so um, there's some small ones we offer like room measurements. When agents list a house for sale, most MLS systems, which is where the agents post the house, they have to input the room measurements, not a floor plan, the room measurements. We'll talk about floor plans in a second, but you know they need master bedroom 18 by 20, guest bedroom 24 by 11, whatever it is. And so we charge, it takes us five minutes. We charge $25 for that. And, and we'll kind of get why that it starts to be really profitable in a second, but we charge $25 for that. We offer simple floor plans. We um, recommend a software that does it so easily. You don't have to draw anything. We charge $65 for those. Uh, we teach our students to uh, make virtual twilight photos, which are really cool. It's where you take a daylight photo and you convert it to look like it was taken at dusk. We charge an additional $95 for that. 
we have a bunch of services like that. Those are the most commonly ordered ones um, that I would say, you know, you get into some other stuff like agent intros on video stuff like that's not ultimately that profitable, but those other ones I just mentioned can be really profitable because if we look at it this way, let's say you charge $150 for a standard 36 photo package. So you go to that house and you shoot it and it takes you an hour and you made $155. Well, if you just added on $95 virtual twilights to take you an additional 20 minutes um, you know, of total time, you took your 155 and made it 250 or 150 and you made it 250. You know? And so that's a significant increase for a little bit extra time. And so that's one way that um, we really recommend and, and help our students um, grow their profit because that's the important thing is how much you can make per hour. And so those add-ons, little as they might seem like room measurements and virtual twilights and floor plans really add up to be significant income and significant income that really makes the difference between just getting by and really making a lot. And so um, that's some other services you can offer, but really the core of the business is always going to be those photos, videos, and 3D tours. And then of course you have drone, but that's drone photos and drone video. Okay, awesome. And you mentioned students. So presumably that those are students of real estate photographer pro course, That's which right. is the other piece of uh, your business. Later in the show, we'll, I'll ask you about that course. I'll, we'll also have some uh, special offers, uh, including one from uh, We Get Around Network for uh, real estate photographer pro course. Um, so back to those four core services then, uh, I'm just starting out. Okay, I've, I, mentally I've made the shift. Uh, I'm a business person first, more than I am a geeky artist person that wants to offer the tours. So yeah. I understand if I really want to make a living as a real estate photographer, I got to offer photos. You started to talk about pricing. Do, do you want to talk a little bit about maybe strategy on yeah. pricing even before you maybe give some specific examples? Yeah, definitely. And one thing I think, you know, even before we get into anything strategy at all, um, is just understanding that, you know, different areas have vastly different costs of living. And I think this is one thing that can really discourage someone or make them think it's going to be easier than it is. You know, say um, we have students in Oklahoma and other states where the cost of living is nowhere near what it is in California or anywhere on the coast, really. And so they might see that, hey, in my market, I can only make $95 shooting a house. And then they see guys in California charging $350. And they're like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this. But what they don't see and what they don't understand is that the guy who's charging $350 in California has an insanely high rent or mortgage payment, has a much higher cost of living and pays way more in taxes. And so the way I look at it, and that's kind of the nice thing about the real estate photography industry is that regardless of where you are in the country, and, and we have actually students around the world that you know, will say the same thing, is it's, it's relative. How much you make is very relative to your cost of living and how you live will be about the same as a real estate photographer, regardless of where you are. So I think that's really important. When I talk about specific pricing, uh, my company is based in Fort Worth, Texas, which is a fairly middle market. So some places you won't be able to charge as much as us. And when I talk about my pricing, some places you'll be able to charge more than us. So I think that's very important to understand from the start. So you don't get discouraged or you don't start thinking that it's going to be an easy road to make a ton of money, which, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity. It's a great industry, but it's, it depends on where you live and, and you'll really notice that in pricing. Well, I, I won't get discouraged when you start talking about pricing, as long as you can show me in Atlanta how I can make uh, yeah. gross $100,000 a year. Definitely. So as far that? as actually, say that again. Can you do that? Can you show me? Yeah, how I mean, I obviously I can't say like specifically you as a person will be able to because there's yeah. a lot of factors, you know, but if uh, what I would say is that anywhere in the US that is possible and we have students doing it in most markets, it's not, um, you know, it, just like any business, there's skill involved, there's frankly, more than skill. Like, I don't think I have a lot of skill in this. I just work hard. And so if you're willing to do that, there's great opportunity. Like I said at the start, and this is what makes the opportunity so great is one, the market has changed where photos have become so, so important, where media has become so, so important. Uh, and that just, you know, really makes the difference. Um, but two, and this is even more important, I would say nobody for the most part wakes up and says, I'm going to shoot real estate. They don't just wake up with that. And so um, there's not a lot of like, uh, just demand for it. Not a lot of new photographers flooding in. And one more thing too, that I think is funny is a lot of people think real estate is like the bad side of photography where you don't make a lot. And I love that. I frankly, am fine with people thinking that because it's more opportunity for those of us that do shoot it. Okay. So I'm, I'm ready to price photos. Where do I begin? Yeah. And so there's, by there's a the couple hour? Things. Am I charging by the square foot? Am I charging yeah. by the number of pictures? Is there, is there yet some other way to charge for my service as a photographer? Sure. So um, 
I guess one thing I will say is that, you know, one of the, the things that I think has made us successful, and, and this will make sense kind of when I talk about pricing is we keep things very simple. People, um, you know, as a whole, not just realtors, anybody likes things simple. They like knowing what they're going to pay for. They don't like being surprised by fees and everything like that. They don't like complicated pricing structures. Um, and that's one thing I've always known just as a person, I don't like when I can't understand somebody's pricing or I go to their website and there is no pricing. I'm immediately like, I'm out. So the first thing you have to do, this is something I, you know, it's, it's one of those things like you, you're not going to uh, do this well without posting your pricing on your website. So don't think you're going to have someone call and it's going to, you know, they don't see your pricing. They're more likely to call. Not true. First thing, whatever pricing structure you decide, and we'll talk about those in a second, absolutely have your pricing posted on your website. It's not the same for weddings or any other type of photography. For real estate, you have to post your pricing. So you get to that point, you're like, great, I'm going to post my pricing. But then, um, and I always encourage people to do this. They start looking at their competition to determine what a market rate is. They see that, you know, competitor A charges by the square foot and competitor B um, has these weird list price thing where it's a $500,000 house. I get this much and, and they do that. And so they start going, okay, how should I price my services? Well, I am a huge fan of simple flat rate pricing. And so what we do at my company specifically on the photo side, we'll talk about that first, but the pricing, you know, ideas this, that we this have. This is Norman and Young. So if they want to go yep. to, to Nor Norman, a and a and young.com, Norman and Young, they'll find your this, website. Yeah. 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 And so we post all of our pricing and it's simple flat rates. We have a 25 photo package. It's 135, 36 photo package, 155 and a 50 photo package, 175. It does not matter how big the house is. It doesn't matter how expensive the house is. It doesn't matter how much land the house on. And our agents really love that. And they've actually given us feedback saying they've loved it because a lot of other companies buy square footage, buy list price, and they really never know what they're going to pay. It gives them some anxiety. And so we like our, them to know if they want 36 photos, they're always going to pay $155. And I think that's so important is pricing that. And people think, oh, I'm going to get ripped off. You know, they're going to have me shoot an 8,000 square foot house. And, and I'm, you know, I'm only going to charge 155. And a couple of things on that. The first thing is, yeah, you're going to shoot an 8,000 square foot house for 150 bucks. And you're also going to shoot a 600 square foot apartment for 150 bucks. That evens itself out. It really does. But number two, at least with the way we shoot, it doesn't really take that much longer to shoot a massive place. We're delivering 36 photos either way. There's a little bit more walking between photos, but ultimately we spend about 45 minutes on site regardless. And so um, that's why I'm a big fan of that. It works better for our clients and for us, it works out to be great as well. And so that's one thing that I'm really um, passionate about with our students is helping them price services in a way that's going to give them a leg up and make their, their um, clients really like using them. Cause that's so important. That's a, a constant that we teach in our courses. The more your clients, like uh, the more they like you and the more they get to know you, and the more confident they are with you in terms of everything you offer, the more likely they are to keep using you, but more importantly to refer you. And so we build everything client first and our pricing reflects that. And why 36? Why not 35? Why not 30? Why not 40? We're Great question. And the sun's coming out. So it's getting nice and bright in here. Sorry about that, guys. But um, the reason we do 36 specifically is because in our area, the max amount of photos they can list a house with is 36. So it fills up our MLS system, which is 36 photos. Some places it's 25 and some places there's no limit. But for us, the average agent wants those 36 to fill up every slot available. And so uh, that's why we have that package. And that package out of all of our packages is probably, you know, if you take our photo packages, 90% is a 36 photo package. 10% order a smaller one, 10% order a bigger one. That 36 package is our bread and butter. So for me to price out photos, uh, don't immediately think, ah, you've been successful. I, I should use 36. No, I, in Atlanta, yeah. I got to go find the multiple listing services, the yep. MLS is here in Atlanta and, and find, pointing back here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe it's actually there. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have to find out how, how many photos does the MLS max out on as a, well, that would be a clue of what the real estate agent yeah. really wants to buy is perhaps the Definitely. maximum it's, number. It's really easy to find out. You just look up MLS, your city. So if you're Atlanta, Atlanta MLS, call them, ask, they'll tell you. Uh, you don't have to call an agent. You could ask an agent too, you know, if you know a real estate agent, but calling the MLS is an easy way to figure that out. And that's definitely, you know, whatever that number, if they say 29 photos, 29 photo package is going to be your highest selling offering. Regardless, I'm not even just talking about photos. You're going to sell way more 29 photo packages than 3D tours, aerial photos, everything. That will become your bread and butter. Okay. Well, the, the number that you gave for 36, for, forgive me, was a hundred and 155. Yeah. One, 155. So 155 doesn't sound like a lot of money. So mm -hmm. can I make a living on $155 for a shoot? Yeah, so depends on where you are. So, uh, 
Yeah, like I said, here in, in Dallas-Fort Worth, we're a middle market. And there's a couple of things. And the first thing I want to hit nail right off the bat is if you're spending six hours in a house for $155, you are never making money doing that. And so, um, like I said earlier, our method takes about 45 minutes in, in a house. So you could say that, you know, 45 minutes, say you have 30 minutes of driving between shoots, a realistic day um, for our photographers and for me when I was shooting is about four houses. If you're really getting greedy, you could shoot six, but it depends on how much you want to work. So four houses times 155, that starts to look a little better, right? Because at that point, we're looking at you know, way more. What is 155 times four? <laughs> times 22. Well, I didn't get far enough on this. So, so if we're so talking 620 about times. Yeah. So 620, you know, a day potential, not saying you're going to make that every day. There's rainy days, stuff like that, but okay. 620. And then you have 22 business days in a month. That's $13,600. And so that shows you, you know, you don't have to, you're not going to have to work yourself to death, to make a good living. Uh, in our area, I would say, you know, a really good living that someone's going to expect from a decent job here is somewhere around the $50,000 a year mark. And so, you know, at 13,000, we're, we're three times that. Um, and again, that's busy, you know, four sheets a day, you're working, but a lot of us work a lot. And so yeah. I'd rather work a lot doing that. Than okay. But I wanted to get to the number for, let, let's say it was, I, I work 22 days a month times yeah. 12 months times four shoots. I can't do the math. Can you help me out here? So that would be... Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're, so to take it to a specific example, I, I was actually talking with a guy who's in our course. And when I say a guy, he's 20 years old. So he's really young. He's been doing this for a year and he just hit 14,000 this October. So that, that is possible. You just have to have no rain. But I mean, if we're doing, let's say you're averaging 10 K a month, you know, times 12, that you're looking at 120,000 a year. Yeah, you have expenses let's, say that. Just, you drive. let's just say I'm doing two shoots a day. Yeah. So what I found is on approximately, if you do one shoot a day, you make about 50,000 in a year. If you factor in the average amount of add-ons you'll book. So if you do just, and that's something we didn't even factor into that last calculation, but if you're doing just two base shoots a day, you're obviously going to be at 310, 310 times 22, 6,820 a month, you know, standard expense rate, maybe 20%. Um, but a lot of that you're already paying for anyway, you know, your car and stuff like that, that you can deduct obviously depends on where you are, uh, but 6,800 times 12. I mean, that's another good one. Two shoots a day is like the easiest job ever. Honestly, it's the, you work in the morning kind of thing. Uh, and that's, I just close it out here, 81,840. And so, um, that, that's the cool thing to me. And that's why I think it's so funny when people talk about real estate photography, not being a great, uh, photo niche. Yeah. You only get 155 a project, but you get super consistent projects that don't take long. And, and that's one of the reasons I love it. It's just great earning potential. Mm -hmm. So if I can now add a second service, uh, why, why would I want to add video? Let's, let's start there. Yeah. And so one thing, just to go straight to the numbers on that is our average shoot at Norman Young, it depends a little bit on the time of year, but we're averaging somewhere around 190 to $200 per property that we visit. And that even factors in the reshoots that we go do for free on occasion. If our photographer missed something, regardless of what it is, the average photographer driving to a property is netting us about 190 or is grossing us, I should say about $190. So if you multiply 190 by four, you start to see, you know, what a normal, really good day is. And it's something a lot of people do. I remember really, really well, the first day I made 900 bucks. I went and told my parents, I thought it was the craziest thing ever. Um, but it shows what you can do. And, and that's why volume is so important in this. You know, you have wedding photographers like, oh, I make four grand a wedding. But yeah, you do two weddings a month. Maybe, maybe right now you don't do two weddings a month uh, and you have a lot more stress involved. And this is just consistent every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in terms of video, uh, why, why should I offer video? And then how do I charge for it? Yeah. So offering video is one of those things, again, it's an add-on that some agents are going to want and they want a one-stop shop. So by offering video, you firstly open yourself up to a bigger pool of clients. Number two, um, video is a skill that not a lot of people have, but it's not that complicated. Um, you know, to me, it's actually easier to shoot video than photos. So I can teach you to shoot videos and you can charge, you know, we charge about $250 for a one minute video. So you can, in a one minute video, and let me say this before I get to that, 15 to 20 minutes shooting. It's not long and you can hire out the editing. So you shoot that, you get the 250 plus the 155 from the shoot. You just made one shoot 400, but you'll notice that a lot of people order video, they'll order drone photos too, or they'll order virtual twilights. And so the nice thing about offering everything is you realistically will do a lot of shoots that are $600 plus and still are only taking, you know, two hours on site. It's a real possibility there. Um, and so that's why, again, you know, the profit and the, those really good days that you go home and you're like, that was a really good day comes when people order a lot of those add-ons. Cause you know, there's days we've done two or three of those shoots when it was, you know, me or just me and Aaron, uh, we've done two or three of those shoots in a day on a really good day. And, and that becomes, you know, sort of a wild amount for one day. Do you only shoot video for a client or is it typically it's an add-on price? Almost exclusively an add-on. Um, 
So, and when I say that they can order it all a cart, if they just want a video for 250, they're free to order it. It's just very uncommon. And um, the only time we would typically see a video by itself is if the house wasn't selling and they wanted to get some new stuff going. But typically, you know, we, if we get videos, we also got photo. And if we get video, we typically get drone photos or, uh, you know, a floor plan or some other type of add on. Mm -hmm. And you, you mentioned only a minute long. Why a minute? Uh, just because people's attention span online is very, very short. And so, you know, if, if you have an agent pay for a two minute video, which we charge an additional hundred, so 354, I always encourage them to order one minute because they're not getting extra money. They're not getting extra value for that extra minute. Uh, people are only going to watch a minute anyway. And then on Instagram to a minute is a limit unless you want to go over to IGTV. And so that's why I recommend a minute. I think, you know, one thing that goes back to a point, I want what's best for our clients and what's best for them is a minute. So I always make sure to tell them that builds goodwill with them too. They see that, oh, Eli wasn't just trying to upsell them to a two minute video. You know, he said in this case, it wasn't worth it. And so we make great money at one minute. It gets our clients the best results. So everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you price it on your website, you do price it a la carte. So yep. it's not an add on price. It's the same price to either add it on or come out and shoot only video. Um, but you know, they're going to order photos first yep. and, and maybe, maybe video second. That's a thing consistent with all of our pricing is every single service we offer is a la carte. We have no packages or anything like that. It's all just very simple. You get what you want. And our clients love that. That's one thing they've told us. And so that's another good thing to add to the pricing conversation is, you know, actually there's one thing I do want to say specifically is people will get really funny. They'll say, you know, I want them to order photos and video. So they'll make photos and video in a package with a little discount and they'll call it the premier package or the something. When, when I say premier package, what does that mean? It doesn't intrinsically mean anything. And so when agents are referring, they'll say, oh, I get the premier package and then people are confused. So, but when agents refer us, they say, oh, I get photos and video and it's this much. So it's very clear. And, that, and that's one thing that's very important. I really like that we do the a la carte. I think our agents do too. Okay, no packages. No packages. I know a lot of people will, you know, throw their hands up and, you know, talk about marketing psychology and anything like that, but um, you know, our students and our business does very well with no packages and our competitors that have a ton of packages don't do nearly as well. And so whether that's the packages specifically or a bunch of our factors coming together to make us a strong business, I don't know. Um, but I do know that people really like, and they've told us this, which is weird to get feedback on specific stuff like this, but it happens. They really like how everything's straightforward, all a cart. There's no extra fees if you don't package. There's no complexity at all. They always know. And so I, I, a theme I'm hearing is simplify, simplify, simplify when it comes Absolutely. to Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the competitors that our business is made up of people who used to use other companies, those companies have wildly complex, complex pricing structures, just to the point where it's like hard for me as a real estate media business owner to even understand how much they charge, which I can't even imagine how hard it is for a new client. Well, so why do people come to you? Uh, uh, they were using a different photographer first. So why yeah. are they switching to you? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. And a lot of people spend so much time thinking that if they improve the quality of their photos, that the clients will come. And that could not be further from the truth. The entire reason that we have the business we do, because, and I, I can tell you this with certainty, because our photos were not always as good as our competitors. Now we've had time, they're better, um, but they weren't always, but we still got business. And that is 100% come back. To, it comes 100% back to the customer service and the level of experience we provide. You know, a lot of businesses say, oh, I have great customer service. And, you know, we say that too, but really it comes down to the customer experience. And so we've tried to look at everything we do from how they book with us, how easy that process is, how simple it is to what our photographers introduce themselves as and how they present themselves and how well they're dressed and how accommodating we are um, with retouch requests and how we're willing to move stuff. And so we've built our business, you know, we've gone out of the way to make it so clients love to work with us. And that means we have the flexibility to where if we mess up, they're not worried about it. We just messed up. They're like, they're great. Otherwise, if we charge more than other people, they're like, it's great. It's worth it. And so it gives us a huge competitive advantage. So to me, it's not the product that sets us apart. It's our service. Awesome. I'm trying to understand though, why, why did somebody leave another photographer? What, what, yeah, the, it, what What's the pain that the photographers are causing that <laughs> can result in them reaching out to you, whether it was a referral or not? Yeah. And so there's the common ones and the funny ones, you know, the common ones are um, the unwillingness generally to help prepare a home. That's one of our big selling points is we'll spend 15 minutes tidying stuff, you know, regardless of how well the agent tells the homeowner prepare, there's always stuff out. And so we've actually heard people say, oh, the photographer, you know, said for insurance reasons, I can't touch anything. That's not true. They need to find different insurance. I have great insurance. It's cheap and it doesn't tell us we can't move anything. So that to me is just honestly a lie to get out of doing work. So there's, there's stuff like that. And um, there's other stuff like the photographers are not really, they're not invested. They're not nice. They're not easy to work with. We get a lot of that. 
you know, I'm the photographer, I know better competitors. And those are my favorite because the clients don't like working with them. Uh, we get funny ones like the photographer wouldn't go in because the air conditioning was off. What? You know, the photographer wouldn't shoot the backyard. We had this one recently because they saw a fox. Um, and so, you know, to us, it's, it's really the customer service and it's our accommodating that we do and to make the experience great, both for the agent and the homeowner. Do you know what the fox said? <laughs> Sounds like you're going to tell me. No, I, I, I don't. Just curious. Oh, uh, no, no. So uh, do, do, do any real estate agents leave photographers because their pricing's too complex? You know, I couldn't tell you directly. I do know that we've heard people say they love how simple our pricing is. So whether that was the reason itself or maybe just like a catalyzing factor that made them make the switch, I don't know. And I think usually it's a multitude of things. It's, you know, messing up a bunch, other stuff like that. So we talked about two kinds of pricing. I'm going to ask you about virtual tours in a second, but I, I, I really wanted to jump right to drone photos and video. How do you charge for drone and video? Yeah. So drone is one of those things that, um, you know, I think people vastly overcharge for because that used to be acceptable when it was way harder to get a license to fly a drone. It's not the case anymore. You just have to take a test. When I, you know, first started, I literally, in order to get my drone license, which they changed this midway through, fortunately, but I had to learn how to fly like an actual Cessna to get a drone license. And because of that, you could charge more. But those companies that were established kept charging more, even after it just became a, a pretty easy knowledge test that you have to take, you know, just a written test. And so I think people really overcharge. And I think another thing um, to take into account is how quick drone photos are. You know, we, it takes us an extra 10 minutes. And so we kind of use that as something that's a common, we want people to add drone photos as much as possible. And so we only charge $95 for our drone photos. That used to be dirt cheap. Now that's pretty much more typical. Um, but either way, I think drone photos are one of those ones, even, you know, I'd be happy if we were charging 65 for drone photos because more people are going to add them and $65 for 10 minutes of work is always a great exchange of time for money there. Um, and so that's how I recommend, but again, simple flat rate structure. We charge $95 for a drone shoot that comes with eight drone photos. We'll shoot 12 if it's an acreage property that needs some more, but they're getting billed for eight and, uh, our clients like that. They just order drone photos and we take care of them. And video, is that a separate charge drone video? So it is and it isn't. Um, this is the one thing that we haven't figured out the simplest way to do it, but our normal videos, our $250 videos include drone video, no extra charge. So property is not in an airspace we can't fly in and it deserves drone photo, meaning if there's a landfill behind it, we don't want to use drone video, obviously. But if it's a piece of land that you know is great, has great use, we'll add drone video in. So that's at our discretion, but almost always we add that. If they want a standalone drone video, we have a 30 second drone video that we charge 135 for. And is that edited video? Yeah, so it's not one long cut or anything. We take a bunch of shots and we edit them together. Um, back in the day, it was me doing all the edits. Video editing is, again, one of those things people way overcomplicate. It's not that hard to cut video to music quickly. You know, I can bust out a whole real estate video, a whole 60-second video in 30 minutes. Not doesn't take long. And they're good videos, too. It's not you know garbage. Um, and so, yeah, that's an edited video. Okay. Uh, virtual tour. So you, you offer Matterport. Do you charge um, by the square foot? Do you charge by the hour? Do you charge by the price of the house? I'm going to guess not based on this simplify, simplify, simplify. <laughs> yeah, so again, simplify, simplify, simplify. Um, but we do have a little protection in place here. So we charge 155 for a Matterport tour, but we say that that's up to 3,500 square feet. Over that, it's an additional $30 per thousand square feet. And that unfortunately goes against that part of our pricing. But we don't almost ever actually charge the client for that. So if they have a 4,500 square foot house, they still get billed 155. What that's there to prevent is the occasional 14,000 square foot house that would literally take hours to scan. Just gives us an ability to say, hey, that's going to be this much. It's never, we charge that one out of 100 tours is you know more than 155. So again, the lion's share of it, they add on a virtual tour, it's 155, super simple. So whether that's a apartment or a house or a, a a big house. Yeah. You'll still charge 155. Yep. Keeps it really and simple. And again, same as the photos, you shoot a big one, you shoot a small one, it evens out, but it, clients love that they're paying the same every time. And is, and if, will you come out and shoot for, uh, just a Matterport tour for 155? Yep. Just a Matterport tour. It'll be 155. Do you get requests for that? Uh, to, to not, not a, a, a standalone. Yeah. I just want Matterport. That's all I want. Um, <laughs> not very often. Um, COVID made that more common, but still not very often. It's almost always paired with something else like photos. Okay. And so when you, when you 
offer your services, again, uh, there's no bundling, there's no package pricing, there's no discount. It's just very, uh, go to normanandyoung.com website yep. and we'll see very straight pricing for photo, yep. video, Matterport, and uh, drone photos, drone video. Yep. Uh, on, on Matterport, do you offer floor plans? So what we do is a little different than some people. We um, don't use the Matterport cameras, the ones that are actually made by Matterport. We use Ricoh Theta Z1s. Uh, they're great cameras. But the downside of that is you can't get a normal floor plan through Matterport. They don't allow you to with those third-party cameras. We don't offer those anyway. Um, and from Matterport, we use a software called Cubicasa. But um, for the actual Matterport, what we do to make it a little different, a little more interesting, and our clients actually really love it. That's some of the time the reason they order Matterport is we'll go in the Matterport editor, screenshot that dollhouse floor plan, and then label the rooms. And so you get a 3D floor plan um, that I think is really cool. And actually, we've had clients say that's the only reason they ordered the Matterport was to get that photo floor plan that they can then put in with the rest of their photos. And so that's a big thing. Or does that come with the Matterport tour? It used to come with it. We actually charge extra now. We charge an additional $65 just because it was kind of a workflow pinch point and it was taking us some more time. So within our Matterport category, we have base Matterport 155, 3D floor plan plus 65. And that is the only service you have to order another service for. So you have to order a Matterport in order to get the 3D floor plan because it's a byproduct of Matterport. So I, I think part of what I'm hearing on price, if I, if, as a newbie photographer in Atlanta and I real estate photographer, I want to earn $100,000. And if I could order, offer just one service, I could get there. If I offered two services, I, I'm, I have a larger pool of potential yeah. uh, real estate agents. If I offer three, four services, then whether they order service A, B, C, or D, and that's all they want, I still can get to my 100,000. But in the reality, yeah. the first thing that they want a real estate agent wants is real estate photos. Photos. photos they want real estate photos. photos. Yeah, oh, and you can definitely crazy. get to one hundred thousand with just photos. But it's one of those things. The more services you offer, every time you add a new service, you're expanding the pool of potential clients that would be willing to work with you. And you want that pool as large as possible, obviously, because that gives you the best shot. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, and, and then I, I believe what I heard was your average order, e even if your photos are one hundred and fifty-five dollars for yep. 36 pictures, it sounds like there are not many shoots that you show up for that you don't offer, you don't, the, the real estate agent typically yep. buys at least one or two additional services from you. So your yeah. average order price is still way more than 155. Yeah, so it fluctuates depending on the time of year. In winter, agents typically don't spend as much. In, in winter, I really mean just in December. Um, for most markets. So they might not, but throughout the year, you know, we're averaging over 50% of the houses we go to will order more than just base photos. Maybe that's a small add-on, you know, maybe that's just a, a floor plan or room measurements, or maybe that's something larger like videos. Um, but on average, you know, over 50% are adding on to that. And, you know, what really brings that 190 number down, um, it would really be more like 250, but occasionally we'll go just shoot drone photos. And so because that's a much smaller number, it brings it overall down. But realistically, you're, you're averaging about 200 or a little bit more than $200 per house that you visit. Mm -hmm. Bringing you back to my interest as a newbie photographer in Atlanta, thinking about, uh, yeah. was first thinking about virtual tours first, but I think now, now I'm totally convinced I really should start with photos. Uh, yeah, okay. So, you know, I grew up taking pictures in high school and, you know, um, but I, I don't think of myself as a great photographer. Um, do I need to just kind of put things on pause and, and wait until I'm just awesome at my craft of, <laughs> of taking pictures of houses? So that's a question we get all the time. And first I'll say, um, I was not an awesome photographer and I'm still not. I just know real estate photography very well. And so one of the questions we often get is, you know, um, do I need to go learn a lot about cameras before I even start this? No. And honestly, the more you know about cameras, the more I'm going to have to teach you to unlearn and learn a different way. Real estate photography, I tell people this all the time, is much more a science than it is an art. There's a right way to do things. And what I love about that and what's allowed me to scale is it means you do the same thing every time. There is a right settings to use. There are right settings to use that you almost never change. There's a right way to shoot a photo. And so that's what I like is not only was it easier for me to learn, I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to have years of photography experience. 
but also it's easy for me to teach a new employee. So we're able to at Norman and Young, and this will, you know, kind of show you how fast you can get up to speed. It took me longer because I didn't have it. There was nobody to follow. There was no courses to buy at the time. So it took me a while because I had to learn, but we have new photographers go from zero, never used a professional camera before in two weeks, they can offer photos, videos, Matterport, drone photos, everything because of how fast we're able to get them up to speed. And that's not like, oh, we're skilled at training. It's because it's a simple process if you only need to learn what you need to know. And, and so that's one thing I like about real estate is it doesn't require you to be a super versatile photographer or a photographer at all. You'll learn stuff about cameras as we teach you, but you only need to know a very specific and narrow amount about photography. You know, we get requests to shoot portraits all the time and shoot weddings. And it's great. People trust us. You do not want me shooting your daughter's wedding. That is not going to end well. The photos are not going to be great. Because I know so much about real estate and that's what I zone in on, I don't know about other types of photography. So you don't have to have experience coming in. Yes, but I, I just have this angst that um, I'm kind of good, but I don't think of myself as a great photographer, uh, yeah. let alone I haven't done real estate. So, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know, maybe that segues into your course, Real Estate Photographer yeah. uh, Pro. Uh, maybe you could talk about the course, why I should take your course. So when we first built the course, um, you know, it was something I wanted to do for a while because I saw that we were doing it in a different way than a lot of other people. And the reason I knew it was different is because I'm in a lot of real estate photography forums online. And I'll see people ask a question, then I'll, you know, it says 30 comments below the post and I'll read through the comments. And like every comment is all the same and it's all almost the opposite of the advice that I would give. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. And so when I first built my course, you know, I started thinking, okay, I'll teach real estate photographers how to do it the right way. So I built it, you know, and, and really aimed it at real estate photographers. But I found that a lot of real estate photographers are kind of stuck in their ways and they think that I'm the one doing it wrong and I'm not going to fight enough to battle. And so I've since then, you know, built the course to be for anybody who thinks this field is interesting, not necessarily real estate photographers. We have a lot of real estate photographers buy it and really change their business. But for the most part, this is for somebody who just wants to be in this industry, wants to make a great living doing something that's not awful. They want to be in photography. Maybe they want to offer virtual tours. They love drones, something that made them curious about this industry. And we're able to take them regardless of what their experience is and help them do exactly what we do at Norman and Young. And so um, we always say kind of real estate photographer pro was built as a business in a box. It's everything. It's all my experience over the last seven years, you know, um, really narrowed down and refined to be an exact, uh, you know, step-by-step -step guide on how to build a business. And for different people, that means different things. Some people don't want employees. I understand that having employees is a lot of work. Some people just want to be a fully booked photographer. Some people just want to make an extra 2000 on the side, whatever it is, you can take, um, you know, what we've learned and get there a lot faster. For, and that's one for, thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. No, go for it. Uh, uh, I, I'm sorry. I stepped on you were about to finish your sentence. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, regardless of, of what your skill level is, um, we really built it for someone to get what they want out of the industry. And that, that's something I really like. You know, there's a lot of, whether it's YouTube videos or forum advice, I like practical straight to the point, no fluff. And so that's kind of how we built our course. They're short, easy to digest videos. And we don't say, you know, a lot of things they'll talk, here's 30 different options you can choose. And they'll go through the pros and cons of each. I, as a, you know, when I was starting my business, I didn't want that. I wanted, you've tested all 30, which one should I do? That's my course. We tell you exactly what we do and exactly why we use it. And we don't fill it with all that nonsense about here's what you could do, or you could do this. You also could do this. It's just like, don't do, just do what we do. It's what made us successful and it's what will make you successful. Uh, so for context, for our, our viewers, uh, real estate photographer pro course, uh, the easiest way to get there, W-G-A-N dot I-N-F-O forward slash R-E-P-P. W-G-A-N dot info forward slash R-E-P-P. -P. I'll talk about a special offer uh, for Real Estate Photographer Pro course coming up. Um, uh, so assuming, I'm, gee, I don't have a lot of experience in photography. I was in IT. I was in something <laughs> else. I was in television entertainment. I, you know, in fact, I, I uh, we did a post uh, just today in the We Get Around Network forum and asking what's, you know, what'd you do before virtual tours? And the answer didn't really come back real estate photographer. <laughs> it was something else. So uh, I imagine that there's a, a lot of our, our community that, that, that is, has a proclivity for photography, but may not understand everything about real estate photography. So I, I'm, um, let's just assume I'm somewhat new to photography and I just looked at this space, looks interesting. I've heard you go through the numbers. Sounds like something I could make 
grow 75 or 100,000 in my first year, if I hustle and I follow your course, uh, is the course, is, is it designed for me? Is it designed for someone who's just starting out? Yep. It's a question we get a lot and it definitely is. You know, we um, have, have built it out in a way where it doesn't matter your experience level. Um, you're going to be able to follow along. You know, the only prerequisite I tell people is that you, you need to be willing to learn and put in the work. And if you're willing to do that, you know, it's a step-by-step -step guide. It will teach you everything you need to know uh, in a way that, you know, maybe you're going to have to watch the occasional video twice. It's meant to be that. It's meant to be a reference guide. But if you're willing to put in that work, yeah, the info is there. It doesn't require outside learning. It doesn't require YouTubing stuff. We teach everything from start to finish. Uh, um, I, I'm about 60% through your course, and I just mm -hmm. find it awesome. Uh, Thank you. I have not taken any of the any of the things to tell me about camera settings or Photoshop <laughs> or um, anything about the photography part. I've, I've, I've initially said, oh, I just want to learn all the things about business and pricing and pricing yep. strategy and your customer service style and the examples that, that, that you show. So I, I, I wish this course, I, I bought my Matterport camera in July of 2014 and I was new to residential real estate. I came from television and entertainment, completely unrelated space. And I immediately jumped into virtual tours and I know had I bought your course, had it existed when I started, that it probably would have profoundly helped me succeed faster uh, as a real estate photographer first, and then as a virtual tour photographer. And I and uh, I did take the time to watch your course on um, uh, on training of Matterport, and I and I thought that was awesome. Um, uh, it, you know, it's a little bit different, you know, for, for our community that's maybe been around for six years now and have been through a Matterport Pro 1 camera, Matterport Pro 2 camera, Matterport 2 <laughs> camera, yeah. and now just with the 360 cameras starting out, I thought it was awesome that, that, uh, that Norman and Young has, uh, has focused on using a Ricoh Theta Z1 uh, mashed up with Matterport uh, in, in order to have a workflow that's super fast yeah. uh, and works and, and the tours come out great. So I, you know, congratulations on that. I think that's awesome. And well, I, that's I, really where I was too. You know, I wish uh, Mike, it's one thing, you know, when we built the course I wanted, I wanted to build the course that I would have liked to take. Um, and so that's really what we tried to do. But yeah, on the Matterport aspect specifically, we, you know, we bought the Matterport cameras too. They're expensive, they're slow, they're great quality, but they're expensive and slow. And so that's been a workflow change in the last year for us that we've really enjoyed is switching to that Z1. Yeah, you know, and I think part of that really kind of goes back to perhaps your philosophy of, of good or good enough that, yeah. you know, you could obsess on the quality and say, no, Pro 2, Matterport Pro 2 <laughs> camera is far yeah. better in terms of producing the quality of the imagery versus a Ricoh Theta Z1 and plus enables you to get, you know, floor plans ordered through Matterport. But I, I think as a business person, you, you've yeah. said, no, no, the workflow is way faster. We're yeah. hiring a number of photographers to join the team. We don't want to spend... Uh, $3,000 or more on a Matterport camera, uh, you know, a Ricoh Theta for $1,000 and yeah. probably the quality is going to keep getting better and the price keep coming down over time. Of course. That uh, I, I really thought for particularly for the next generation of virtual tour photographers that are looking at Matterport, that, that you're teaching a workflow that is super fast. You can you know, just, just the nature much of faster. Yeah. I mean, we're, when it comes down to it, you know, what we always say is we're all about our clients and that's one of the reasons we don't buy the expensive cameras. If we bought those, not only would it cost us more and take us longer, um, but we'd have to pass that cost onto our clients and they don't want that. You know, they have told us it's good enough. It's great. That's what we want. And so we're very receptive to that and very focused on our clients. And, you know, a funny thing happens when you focus on your clients is you stop wasting money on things your clients don't care about. And so that's one of our philosophies is, you know, we focus on them and we let them tell us. We don't arbitrarily decide what's good enough. We let them be involved in the process. And that's kind of how we've gotten to where we are today. Yeah, I think in your course, you talk about uh, perhaps a product market fit, I think maybe. Yep. Yeah, and product market fit, you know, is um, 
is the word we're all looking for in any industry. We want to make sure our product works with the market. And, and that looks like a number of things. You know, product market fit isn't just your product specifically. It's, you know, how your clients want your customer service to look. And, you know, if you're in the at Los Angeles area, um, it's fine to charge 300. But if you want to charge 300 in Los Angeles and, and take great photos, there's a market. But if you want to charge 300 and take really great photos here, there's no market. People don't want to pay for that extra 5% in quality. And so, you know, we're laser focused on what our market needs. And, you know, of course, as we've expanded, expanded to students in other markets, we've added new things that we would do if we're in their area. So that way we can serve everybody. Um, but overall, and it's a theme you'll learn in the course is that um, it's really important to know your market well. We teach you how to do that. And we teach you how to serve your market well based upon what they're actually asking for. Not what the other photographers offer, not what someone on a Facebook group tells you you should offer, what your clients actually want. Because if you offer something that your clients want at a price they want, you have business. And it's as simple as that if you do it right. And that, that price that they want, that still works for you, it's, 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 it's probably, because we have this discussion in the forum all the time about, yep. are you an artist or are you a business person? <laughs> and if you come to the conclusion one. that you're a business person, then you you're likely going to say if I'm going to if you know if I'm going to use Matterport then my workflow really needs to be a Ricoh Theta Z1 because yep. I need to be able to shoot fast with a relatively affordable camera solution uh, and that's going to enable me to price at that $150. Yeah, and that's such a good you know thing to talk about. What most photographers do wrong is they start with the product they want to offer and then try to price it to whatever makes sense for them. We start with the price agents want to pay, and then we figure out a workflow that we're profitable at within that price. That's a huge thing. It's very important. And if you do that right, you're way more likely to find success. You have to start with your clients. You can't start with what you arbitrarily or someone else online tells you you need to start with. It's all about what the price your clients want to pay is, and then you determine. It's up to you to build a workflow that makes it profitable within those numbers. Yeah, and I and I think what you're describing, I you know, gee, Eli, I could talk to you like you know, <laughs> hours on this topic. Definitely. But uh, I also know that you know I, I've been lucky enough to complete sixty percent of your course, focused on the the business part, uh, everything else other than the uh, yeah, photo the matrix settings, uh, yeah. Photoshop setting. Uh, I, 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 I'm a Canon person. I'm curious to you yep. know to, to go through all that. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, my, my impression of real estate photographer um, pro course that you've created is first, it, if, if someone is totally new to this space, it's like, you know, why are you taking two seconds to think about <laughs> any other kind of research? Because you've, you've built, uh, first you built it as a, your, your Norman and Young uh, for, first you Training built as, yeah. as a one photographer agency and now is an 18 plus photographer agency. And everything that you teach in your course is actually things that are from what you've learned at Norman and Young. So you're not making it up. You literally yeah. say, hey, we've done this. This works for us. This is why we do it. Here's how we do it. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think for anyone that wants to succeed faster, uh, real estate photographer program. Course and it's constantly, you know, not only is it build off of our experience, but as we, you know, it's a living course. So as we change things at Norman and Young, that gets updated in the course. And so what that prevents our members from doing is have to focus any energy on research. We do that part for them. We test it and we find best practice and then pass that on to them. And so um, not only is it, you know, a sum of our best practice and what we've determined, but it's actually evolving as we learn. And I think that's very important. So people don't get left behind. We're still, I still have my real estate photography business. It, we shoot houses every day. I might not be answering the phone anymore. I might not be shooting myself, but I'm very well involved in it. And I think that's important to still be practicing in that sense because it keeps me up to speed with what's going on and it doesn't get antiquated. Yes. And this thought of you updating the course is, is just making me crazy because I'm at 60% completion and I feel like <laughs> I want to get to hundred percent and you're just going to keep adding, you know, helpful and useful content to it. Yep. Uh, so, um, uh, before I talk about the special offer we have, I, I think one of the things that's interesting about uh, there's many things that are interesting, useful, and helpful about Real Estate Photographer Pro, of course. Uh, one of them, which I think is pretty unique, is that you have your own private community and you're doing two live shows a week in Facebook. Can you, can you talk about the community aspect of the course? Yeah, it's so funny. So when we first built the community um, side of it, we have a private Facebook group, um, as you said. 
And I, you know, I wanted to offer that because I saw all the other Facebook groups out there with the bad advice. So I was like, okay, if we can make a group that's just our students, there'll be less of that bad advice because they'll all have taken my course. So I did that without a lot of hope for it. But honestly, we have a lot of people say that it's just as valuable as the course itself because you have now 2,400 other members. I think only about 1,900 joined the actual group of our 24 because some people don't have Facebook, but 2,000 members who've all taken our course that can help you instantly. Obviously, I respond to every email I get, but sometimes that takes 12 hours. You know, if it's the end of the day, I'm not going to respond to the next day. So that Facebook group has provided a super great place to learn from others, be encouraged by others, but coming from the same background. So you're not doing things our way. And then someone tells you you need to do something a different way. And now you're confused. It's everybody coming from the same perspective. But on top of that, you know, one of my goals was to make myself as accessible as possible, because not only does it help me understand my clients better and my members, so I can make the course better, it helps them. And it actually, you know, it shows there's a lot of course creators out there that make a course, they, they give it to you and they're gone, nowhere to be found. So um, because of that, not only do I answer a lot of questions in there, my team uh, is in the room that you can't see here, the real estate photographer pro team, they're answering questions in there daily. And we do two one hour live streams every single week where we answer questions. And so not only do we provide a great course content, but we wanted to have that, you know, back end that support. So if someone needed help interpreting something or had a specific issue, they weren't just on their own. And I think that's really something that makes our course incredible and really separates it from a lot of the others out there. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. Private Facebook group, nearly 2000 yep. members, and uh, that you do a two uh, live shows within Facebook, private shows. Within that private, yeah, it's only for members. It's not, you know, it's not a sales live stream. It's just sitting there. Um, it's usually me, Mark, who was the COO of Norman & Young, and Aaron, who as the co-founder of Norman & Young, we sit there and we just answer our members' questions. Yeah, and, which uh, is awesome. Know, I, I attended yesterday yeah. and it was, you know, it was yeah. it's help, helpful to see you're what you're reading. Exact, fun, people yeah. have questions and you're mm -hmm. answering them uh, live and you have a brain trust of, of, uh, uh, of three, uh, yeah. you and two of your colleagues uh, mm -hmm. uh, answering questions. So I, I, I did promise that uh, we had a special offer uh, for We Get Around Network uh, for those uh, watching the show. Uh, if, you, um, if you buy uh, Real Estate Photographer Pro course using our WGAN affiliate link, two things happen. One, you'll save 70% on the price. And second, you'll receive 12 months free WGAN TV training academy. So we probably have, gosh, it seems like 100 hours <laughs> more where we've interviewed typically founders of 24-7 um, virtual tour platforms, software, uh, camera companies, third-party service providers in the space. Uh, and so if you want a deep dive, uh, uh, you can sit back for an hour, an hour and a half and listen to a subject matter expert on a topic that you have a deep interest in, just as if you were getting a, the, the, the best demo possible from the founder. So that's typically what's in the WGAN TV Training Academy, tons of content on Matterport, but also on other platforms as well. So again, if you use the link wgan.info forward slash R-E-P-P, that's R-E-P-P for Real Estate Photographer Pro, that will automatically use the WGAN affiliate link so that you automatically get the 70% discount on Real Estate Photographer Pro course, plus uh, you'll be eligible to automatically receive 12 free months WGAN TV Training Academy. Um, I also wanted to talk, Eli, you've put together this awesome uh, webinar, um, how to get started as a real estate photographer. And I think that is just like an awesome, an awesome way just to get started if you're totally new in this space. Um, can you talk a little bit about that course and uh, why you put that together? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of online courses out there and there's a lot of different people offering online courses. And so rather than hide everything behind the course, and obviously, you know, if you just go to the, the slash REPP link and join the course, you're going to learn everything in there. But if you want to learn a little bit more before committing that, um, you can watch that webinar where we basically explain, and it's some of what I covered here, but some of it more in depth. We explain, you know, why real estate is a great opportunity, you know, what market changes have led to real estate photographers being needed. And then we teach you how you can get started in the industry. And again, that's, you know, all included in the course. But if you want a little bit more um, before, you know, you just trust some guy you watched on the internet, 
that's what we wanted to make. We wanted to make it so we didn't hide everything behind and you had to buy it to see what was in it. You could actually learn, learn from me, see how I teach and see if that's a good fit for you. And so um, if you do want to do that prior to looking, I encourage you to check out that link that uh, yeah, and, sure. I, and, I, and I highly encourage our audience to watch it. There's even if you don't decide to buy real estate photography. Yeah, definitely. It's well course, worth it. There's a ton of content in about an hour webinar yeah. that uh, that Eli has already recorded. It's called How to Get Started as a Real Estate Photographer. Uh, the, uh, the WGAN link to get there, WGAN.info forward slash REPP webinar. And if you do decide to, and that'll automatically, it's an affiliate link for, for We Get Around. So if you do decide to watch the course, uh, the webinar, how to get started as a real estate photographer, you'll automatically get that special offer for um, real estate photographer pro course as far as watching that, uh, that webinar. Uh, so either one of those, I think, links, uh, wgan.info forward slash REPP uh, to go right to real estate photographer pro course or wgan.info forward slash REPP webinar uh, to go right to the webinar, how to get started as a real estate photographer. Um, and I think lastly on that course, uh, if you're just starting out, I think one of the first questions you're gonna have is, you know, what gear should I buy? <laughs> and you get, you get a link that takes you to the, the gear that, uh, that Norman and Young, that e Eli uh, recommends getting started with. As You'll be surprised. It's not the, a lot of people get all this expensive gear we don't use and we don't recommend gear that I think is uselessly expensive. So I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with the gear recommendations we have. Yeah. Or you can use your own gear. So, you know, yeah. And that's, you know, any camera you have is going to work. So it's a nice yeah. part about it. Yeah. Um, uh, Eli, uh, are there any questions that I haven't asked you either about um, the, the photography services offering or pricing or pricing strategy that you wanted to talk about today? Yeah, I, mean, I think that pretty well sums it up. You know, I would say anything you do, you know, that you have to focus on the business side, not just the creative, not just the, pro uh, the product you're pushing out. So the business side is super important. And the biggest part of the business side is good customer service. So if you take anything away from that, doesn't matter if you take my course, if you learn from me at all, um, focus on your customers and you'll really be surprised what it can do for you because you know I know that to be true from my experience, but tons of our students find that to be true as well. And so uh, that's what I'd pass on and leave you with. Awesome. Eli, thanks for being a guest on the show today. Dan, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. You bet. We've been visiting with Eli Jones. Eli is the founder of Fort uh, Worth, Texas-based Norman & Young a 18 person photography agency, and now also uh, the creator of Real Estate Photographer Pro course uh, for Eli in Fort Worth. And I'm Dan Smakerod, founder of the We Get Around Network Forum. You've been watching WGAN-TV live at five.